systems are offline. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ Podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib jab, jib jab, jib jab, jib jab. Pat and AJ. I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. So I figured out it's interesting for me. I watch these uh, weird border shows. Not the American ones. I like watching the uh, other people around the world and their border. Like, everyone's turned out. Explain, because this, this, the shows Listen, you're watching are actually kind of dated. So. Everyone figures out, eventually, you can turn any facet of your government into entertainment. Okay? So we, he's watching all these shows <laughs> that are, shows. yeah, they take place at, like, airports and, st- and, and border crossings. But not it's, American. No, not American, but it's people getting, you know, yeah. people getting binged for I, stuff. I'm not interested in our nonsense. <laughs> I see enough of our nonsense on the news. I want to watch other people's nonsense. And the one thing... They have thing, quite a bit of nonsense. The one thing that, that, that I've gathered, I'm watching this one, and it's uh, mainly Canadians, right? So it deals with Canadians and everyone who tries to come to Canada and why they may stop you from doing so. The one thing I have noticed... From all the different people that come into Canada and, you know, they, they, for whatever, this, that, that you can measure the level of freedom in their country by the traveler's reaction to the border patrol and their laws. And what I mean by that is, if someone, I don't know, you're traveling into Canada, perhaps, you know, maybe, oh, they said you got to declare uh, all your food, and especially meats, and, and, and uh, oh, you, oopsie, forgot, and now they're going to say we're going to charge you a $100 fine. By your reaction on that TV show, I have an 85% accuracy on guessing what kind of country you come from. It's funny you brought this up because in my Facebook memories today, um, my sister and I went to Banff, Alberta mm-hmm. in 2017, and we left on this day. So all my Facebook memories came up. And one of them was having a bottle of sunblock confiscated at the border nice. because I got in. I, I just forgot. Sunblock. I, literally, I legit just forgot about it. And I'll be honest, we didn't need it. It was freezing up there and it was June because it's Canada. Like there was still snow on the mountains. But still, I had that confiscate. And I was like, it's very nerve wracking at those, like at customs at an airport. Like I felt like I was, I, it's it's very nerve wracking. Like I, I totally understand where all these people are coming from because I had nothing to hide. It, I, I didn't realize I but needed you didn't that. know the rule. Well, I didn't know I, I couldn't bring in the sunblock. That wasn't a big deal, though. But, it, you know, I didn't have any drugs on me, and I was still nervous. So, you know, as I watch these shows, and random people get stopped, and, and a lot of it very innocent, right? Like, I'm not talking about people trafficking cocaine or trying to bring There's in. There's a lot of people who bring in foods from, like, their yeah. native country and yes. stuff like that, but that's still an which, issue. Which, in, which is insanely uh, normal, if, if you don't know that. International travel... People bring food from their homeland. And listen, I'm the same way, and I'm just a weirdo American. I have traveled in airplanes with foods because you can only get this in Chicago. Yeah. And now I'm bringing it to me, with me out to Utah, right? Lots so of, I get that. It seems like it's a lot of Indian and Asian uh, passengers that bring in the food. Just African. I, I think anywhere you're coming from just a, a, a probably very cultural yeah. And a very rich society. And now you're going to a place like Canada or America, which is like, we're a new thing. We're a new hodgepodge. So you want to bring stuff with. A lot of it's very, very just, you know, we don't know the rules. Here's the thing, though. 
the way you react when they stop you, I guess where you're from. Because if you sit there and throw an absolute shit fit and start questioning the authority of these people, which, by the way, it's their fucking country you're trying to get into, which is always the funniest. You don't get to question You don't get to question This is not a negotiation. And they go nuts. I can guarantee, I mean, for the most part, American, Canadian, British, French, basically, you know, all the developed nations with democracies. Why? Right? Because we have the freedom every day. You want to walk down the street and say whatever you want to say, you can say it within reason. But I'll tell you what, you catch someone coming in from, from, from like a communist nation or something. Oh, my God. Like a Chinese national. They will fucking apologize profusely. Yeah. Accept responsibility for their actions and probably not fucking break break the rule again because they're thinking, man, if I would have done this back home in the motherland, I'm going to the gulag. I do like seeing the people, though, who um, clearly have something to hide. Yeah. And they're doing a terrible job at hiding it. People are ter- terrible liars like the, for the most part. Yeah. The guy, we, we we were just watching it before we came in here. While we what I, yeah, this is what I do now. Yeah. And it was a guy coming in from to Canada from the UK. And she's, I, did they say it what, was like, just about a background and, and eventually gets to, oh, yeah, by the way, I was arrested for possession. of Yeah. So they look through his bag and he has a letter and he's like, I need to go see my MP. And she goes, for what? Yeah. And that's he, a lawyer, by the way, MP, right? Is that a, what's MP? I don't know. Oh, fuck you. Well, you just said that with conviction like you knew. I thought she I, just said that but, like, well, no, to go do this. I would assume like parole officer. Okay. Used, but MP, I, I knew it was some sort of police related because in Canada, yeah. it's the RMP or uh, Royal Mounted Her Police. Royal. Yeah. RMP Her Royal or, Majesties or, or, or whatever. Yeah. Some, so I knew it was some sort of police. But like this guy didn't even have drugs on him. He just had been arrested for cocaine at some point and literally freaked the hell out when the lady found the, the letter. I um I remember when, when we moved to Michigan, that was like the story with um a lot of people we knew from like the Flint area. Because, of course, we didn't grow up there, right? So everyone kind of told us the story of what it's like to grow up in this somewhat border-adjacent state, you know, especially in Flint. You know, you're close enough definitely to get to Windsor. And, of course, that's where you can drink at 19. And people have these tales of crossing over and getting loaded and yada yada but we would also hear from all of our friends who would get denied at the border because they had like dui charges yeah that was the big one right that's the one we will for the most part people i feel like in our society if we have trouble with the law we'll keep that shit pretty quiet right yeah. it's still there's a big stigma we don't want we want everyone to think that we're on the up and up but the dui charge seems to be one that we allow everyone to have one we're like oh you know back in college got the dui Oh, it's hell. not that big of a deal here in the States. And in, in, in Wisconsin, it's almost was, a fucking right of passage. I was just going to say. In Wisconsin. It, I, it, it's a big. <laughs> Holy shit. No, hang on. It is a big deal in the States. So most states take it pretty seriously. Know. Wisconsin will let you but have like. But I don't like think eight. people let look me down finish. on you. Let me, let me finish. Go ahead. Wisconsin will let you have like eight or nine before you make the paper and yeah. lose your license. But, but like what I'm saying is if you have an assault and battery charge, it's not like society doesn't look at that as, well, everyone maybe gets a one assault and battery charge in their life. I don't think so but, i think that's a weird no i don't, I don't know i feel like di- be, because and here's the reason why because of how many people i ran into who were like yeah man we were going to party in canada but man we had to turn around because i you know i i, I have this dui i was back when i was like 22 or something and and they they wouldn't let me in i think the bigger problem is that some of those charges follow you like see throughout your entire life and you are not granted a pass if it happened when you were young or even if it's just it's one fucking, thing. It's a system for a reason. Listen, yeah. I got... It's, rem- a, it's a red letter. It's terrible. I mean, it, for some some people do genuinely need to be 
uh, kept an eye on because they can't control themselves. But, you know, you get a lot of people who have one DUI or one charge on their record. I knew tons of people that got binged at the uh, Canadian border. And, And again, you have to understand kind of the... Uh, uh, geographical of uh, sense of Detroit to Canada. It's a river yeah. and there's a lot to do on the other side of that river. So there's a lot of not just like we're going there for this big vacation. It's like we're going for tonight. We're going for a concert. Yeah, we're going go to right like, back over. yeah, then you come back and yeah, people will get fucking caught up. Like man, in America, you can move freely from Michigan to Indiana to wherever, even if you got all types of charges on you. But Canada is like, yeah. slow down, partner. Anyways, that's my TED Talk on international border oh, relations. Thanks for coming to our TED Talk. Thank you. Next week, we talk India and Pakistan border. Oh, okay. Much more tense relations. It's the 137th episode of the Pat and AJ podcast. Hello. How is everyone doing today? I hope you're enjoying life. I really mean that. Is everyone enjoying life? You enjoying life right now, AJ? Me? Yeah, I'm a little, I'm a little sleepy, but... I'm in, good. Yeah. I'm in happy. general, do you feel like this is a phase? Like, like you're in, like, like we all have moments in life, right? We have phases of life. You have, you know, youth and growing and adolescence and moments. You know, I'm very happy with this phase. I had a good weekend. I, you know, I'm just, that's the problem. I had a good weekend, then I went right back to work and now yeah. I'm tired. So, but that's, yeah. that's nothing to complain about. It's called being a, an adult. So, you know, I'm, I'm just, I talk to a lot of different people and, 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 you know, I think a lot of us kind of get caught, uh, caught up in, uh, process right yeah. like you know or, or, or you just kind of get into it and, and you're doing and you know there's a goal and and you do because there's this thing but you have to kind of look look left and right not to be all ferris bueller about it but you got to stop and smell the fucking no, roses i was talking i went to a dance competition in scottsdale this weekend and i was talking to it's funny i i won <laughs> apparently the awards for adult dancers were booze mm. which is great Unless you don't drink. Yeah. Oh, weird. I was like, oh, okay, thanks for the booze. Like, I don't know. I was all excited. I, I like, was on the, the top podium and the Miami booze. And I'm like, You guys drink. also, I mean, it doesn't help that your culture, you know, Irish culture, oh, like you guys are kind of synonymous with alcohol. Well, it's fun. like Wisconsin. Yeah. Not only are you Irish, you're Irish from Wisconsin. And I don't so drink, So your veins, as far as most people are concerned, should bleed alcohol. They don't. Um, so I, I, I got the booze in my, you know, uh, my little trophy cup thing. And I walked up to one of the other dance moms and I said, Hey, do you want my booze? I don't drink. She goes, I don't drink either. I'm like, Oh shit. And then she said, but my daughter, she's 21. She's like, she just turned 21. She'll take your booze. She was a college student. I'm like, cool. So I gave her my booze and we were just sitting and talking about just the difference in, like being at a competition, doing your very best and having a wonderful time regardless of the outcome. Yes. Or going there and throwing a shit fit because you don't win. And I'll tell you, I saw grownups throw shit fits this weekend. It is a competition for a reason. And don't get me wrong. I, I won't say I was a little disappointed. It's just when you do your best and there are people there competing in their 20s, you can't compete against that. Yeah. So I knew that. But yeah, we were just, and, and even her being 21, she's like, yeah, I'm just starting to have more fun with this yeah. instead of worry about where I place. Now, of course she did place first cause she's that good, well, but she's like, yeah, no, it helps when you're that. Yeah. Good. But yeah. she's like, it's just fun. She's like, yeah. I'm here. I can do it. And it's fun. And that's where it should end. And we shouldn't fetishize, you know, winning and then being on the top of the box. It should be, have a good time, man. This is an, a life experience. Yeah. Enjoy it. Yeah. Like just enjoy what it is. I mean, I don't come like, I can literally, uh, count on one hand how many feshes I can rem- remember how I placed because I, I don't remember. But I remember going and I remember dancing and the placement wasn't important. I did it and that's all there is to it. I think I learned late in my radio career, no, way not early enough, 
But I learned late in my traditional radio career that at a certain point, you just have to learn how to be comfortable with knowing that you gave the best you could give. And, Even if it's not recognized. Well, and, and I say that because of like, unlike your Irish dance thing, right? Like it's a very much like you do it's something. Yeah. yeah, like you do something and then afterwards we immediately grade you and then we say here's the best all the way yeah. down to the... Not best, right? Not worst, but you know, here's the most talented down to the least. Are you saying least. I was the worst? <laughs> but in like our old radio world, right, we would kind of have a elongated version of that where, okay, you had three months where you were in a ratings period and you would go in those three months and do... You, so you'd come in swinging. Yeah, you'd man. come balls in. We got all the contests, all the ideas, all the bits, all, the, all the everything. It's all the reasons for people to yeah, listen. Everything you, can, do, yeah. everything you can do, you do. It's like the, in TV when you hear about sweeps. Sweeps, yeah. You're doing everything you can thing. do. Same thing. And for, for many years, right, you do that. And then the ratings come back and listen, they are what they are. They're very subjective. They've never really been real. They're really bizarre. They if, really if are we not. If we were to explain to you how yeah. they take, which they I've done with that part of my life, trying you, to explain it to anyone, you wouldn't but believe how me. stupid it is. Like it doesn't make any sense at all. It's very weird. But for a long, and it hasn't, it hasn't evolved yeah. with technology yes. either, which is really, no weird. one cares. No one's making money off radio <laughs> anymore. So, you know, but, but for me for a long time, I kind of would equate then, well, then all my hard work meant shit. Yeah. Like, I did all this, and I still, you know, we came in. And by the way, I'm not talking about sucking. This is just my own high standards. Our show would be number two instead of number one. Yeah. And then it would be like, well, fuck, what, you know, what do we do? But I learned late enough that you can, as long as you're happy, as long as I was able to kind of rest my head on the pillow at night knowing, knowing that you did everything you yeah. could to the best of your ability within my, yeah. you know, with, with the tools I was given, I stopped kind of doing the thing where I harp on, you know, the, the company for not giving you the tools. And I was just like, look, I'm just doing the best I can do the best with of my ability with what I have. And if what I have and what I offer goes well, sweet. And if it doesn't, that's cool too. The, the problem was though, with that, mindset in that job we got fired when we were the number one show in the well market. yeah that didn't matter yeah so and that's why that's why yeah. i had a, such a hard time with that in radio because i always thought maybe if we stay at number one we can keep our job no, no we got fired when we were number one yeah. because they were sick of pay, giving us a paycheck i i do kind of like it in other facets of life though like real life things <laughs> like like i said like a competition yeah. like a dance competition like it, it matters more to me now than it did back then just enjoy yeah have you a know? good time man enjoy Whatever your your hobby is, I suppose. By the way, how'd you do? Tell everyone about the big Irish dance competition. Uh, this is, I, hold on. You got to tell everyone, which one is this one? You do so fucking many of these things. You sure you're done with your AJ's Adult Irish Dancer podcast? Yeah. Oh, I don't have time for that okay. shit anymore. I'm sorry. All right. This I was. I really don't. And I, I feel bad because I still have people come up to me and reference it. And I'm yeah. like, oh, I can't. I don't have time. I and don't. And like you wiped it off the face of the planet too, yeah, right? Gone. That's how AJ is. AJ does not go halfway crook on anything. It's either fucking all in or all out. I knew you wouldn't let those old episodes live in like no. a, a non-updated way, which is too bad. People might might have liked it. Uh, part of the problem is, and this is going to get real nerdy, but um, one of the interviews I did, the person turned out to be a real jackass. Okay. And I didn't want the interview up now. And, and I mean, how many jackasses did we interview in our radio oh, career? Millions. A fucking million of them. Who cares? You're, um, you could have a few turds in the punch bowl. <laughs> Every once in a while, one's going to slip in. <laughs> Who pooped in the punch Who bowl? Who pooped in the punch bowl? Fuck it. Okay, I get it. I just wonder because if people do have a passion about it, maybe at least uploading. I had somebody reference it today, so I, I was today. I was messaging with a, a fellow dancer. I think she's in California, 
because I'm going to do this thing that it's called grade exams. And it's basically at these competitions, some of them offer grade exams, not all, but it's basically a way for you to work up to getting your, your teacher certification yeah. in chunks yes, instead there's of doing a big, it all at once. There's a big fancy licensing for your private. It's not like a state or federal thing. It's just oh, no, a this private. Is, this is ridiculous. This is like Marianne's fucking Irish thing. And yeah. you know, we charge you to be a teacher, but you have to do X amount of things to get this teaching certificate. And what you're saying is at these competitions, yeah. you can break it down and do a few chunks and they take some of your work that you've done yeah. and go, we'll grade you. So gotcha. there's, there's 12 grades. You can do three at a time. I'm going to start, I'm going to do the first three because I know I looked at the <laughs> syllabus. I'm like, I know all these dances. It's fine. Um, but yeah, I was, I was messaging with a dancer from California about it. Cause I don't know how it works. This wasn't around when I was in my twenties. So she was explaining it to me and she referenced the podcast. Yeah. Oh, felt- you know, your podcast that you took down and wiped <laughs> off the face of the fucking planet. I still have all the episodes on my computer. You know I what just- it reminds me of? It, it reminds me of once and we'll tell this story some other time, but when, um, AJ let a, a friend of ours, uh, ours who was, who was bipolar and was manic, um, go shopping with her for, uh, <laughs> plants, right? Like she wanted to plant some plants and she took our friend who is bipolar and in a man and in a manic phase. Um, she, she's very good with, with gardening <laughs> and, she and plants. stuff. So she's like, I will help you yes. get plants that will work. It was you. a little intense, brought back a lot of plants. And I shit you not, you know, AJ kind of half-heartedly put these in the ground and then got a little upset that, well, this is, isn't really what I wanted. And before, like within a week, she tears them all out of the ground. Okay. She's like, oh, they're dead. I'm going to tear them all out. She tears all right. them all out. This story is totally not how it went. I, it was a, a solid year before I, to, I tore them out of the ground. I guess we remembered differently. Because I, I t- will accept your version. You like that? I don't give a fuck. You're right. I told my friend okay. who was manic at the moment. I said, hey, I'd like, like, I need your help planning these. I'm bad with plants. Yeah. Help me. Because she just helped you buy them all and yeah. then dropped them off and left. And, and then she you left looked and I was like, me. oh shit, what do I do? Yeah. So, so you planted these and I swear in my memory, of course, I say a week because we're doing a fucking podcast and it's supposed to be entertaining, but AJ likes things very factual. Of course, it wasn't a week, but I believe in a very shorter than a year amount of time, I feel like some of the, she tore the flowers out because she was convinced, well, they're dead now. And then lo and behold, six months later, they started to like bloom again. It was fucking hilarious. But I say that just because the point of that whole story is, is that you're not a in the gray kind of person. You're a black or white in or out. We're doing it or we're not. And like with your podcast. When you were doing it, you're all in. But the second you realize you don't have the time. I was unemployed too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So but 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 the second like you're not like me. I have a, a a old music social media account out there that I was starting to work doing some electronic music and it's dead now. But I haven't deleted I it. Still, no, I still get notifications yeah, about it. Like telling us to post. Yeah, like it's out there and people can access the music and the stuff that I did. But I didn't tear it off the face of the planet. You, as soon as you decided the the podcast is done, fuck it, it's gone. Yeah. But now there's people, now you're like the Holy Grail. Now you're like those TV shows that used to be on TV and you can't see anymore. And you're like, they're not on demand anywhere. They're not on DVD. They're not on Netflix. And everyone's going nuts trying to find them. You now may have like the master copies of this this ultimate podcast. So anyway, (laughs) geez, that went off on a tangent. Uh, I had a competition in Scottsdale this weekend and I did not so well. And then I did really well. So. I love how she leads with that. That's yes, the, I the, do, the way I, I thought of this. I'll, I'm telling this story. Hey everyone. AJ went to a dance competition this weekend and placed first. I did. 
See, you wouldn't have known that from the way she gave that that setup, right? She gave it as though it was an implosion. And the way I thought of it was, here's my first place dancer wife. I know. I'm, I apologize. I'm just hard on myself. I really, I can't help it. I can't help it. I know. It's terrible. How's your therapy going, by the way? Oh, oh yeah. No, no, no. Our insurance doesn't cover therapy. You don't get to give me shit for that. No, 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 no. She's been skating with the no therapy for years. I digress. Uh, Hang on. I love my my wife who placed first. I was in therapy till last summer, you bitch. First. (laughs) First, about every 90 days. First. When's the last time you talked to your therapist? Uh, I'm not in therapy anymore because I'm fucked. Oh, I see, but I <laughs> You go every week for a couple of years to get back. Anyways. Anyways. Yes, I came before in Before I win this argument. Anyways, my wife came in first, and I want you all to know that. I want her to know that. You're a first-place dancer. You are a five-star man. I'm a, fi- I'm a five-star man. Tell everyone what you came in first in. Uh, it's called the Treble Reel Special. It's like a special competition. Okay. And the specials are usually bigger because there are less steps and it's kind of more open to everybody. Mm-hmm. So I guess in that sense, I did really well because I, I mean, it was there was a line. There was like probably what, like, I don't know, maybe 10, 12 of us. Okay. And I came in first. Now there was a tie for first, but I, 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 stu- I, I was the first one to be called. And I'm like, I'm going to stand on the number one because I never get to stand up here. So I'm like, I will relinquish the first box to the next person I tie you. With. I'm sitting on. <laughs> but for one picture, I'm I'm the one on you the. You are. First. You were on the. You were on the top of the box. As I was they on the say. top of the box. You were standing proud and tall with your first place. It was man. very exciting. Okay. I'm, I'm still very proud of myself. And I'm I'm still not even sure what the fuck all the all, all, all the bad stuff is. The bad stuff is apparently that AJ has to dance against girls half her age and they're better than her because they're younger. Like yeah. duh, you know, like There's, this That's is, why 50-year-olds don't compete in the NFL, okay? Cuz the 20-year-old guys are just better than this is a struggle in the Irish dance world that's been going on for a long time. And I'm actually disappointed that they haven't figured it out yet. Mm -hmm. Like I, there have been adult Irish dancers for decades now, but they just, just started like recognizing adult champs in competition. It used to be just like, you know, beginner advanced beginner, but now they have adult championship competitions for people who place are, are in the championship level, which is where I'm at. The problem is the adult champs is just all adult champs, ranging in ages from, uh, you know, 19 yeah, to, to 72. That's a ridiculous <laughs> yeah. span. And no shit, the dancers in their 20s yeah. beat me, and they beat the dancers in their 70s. And we're Except all- when you place first. See, she doesn't talk. You don't think about it like that. Like, you did beat them that one time. Uh, that one time, yeah. You but, I mean, em. it's just it's one of those things where all just kind of, okay. you feel defeated because you're like, there's nothing I can do about this, but they need to get it figured out, and it's stupid that it's taking this they need to split the ages that's all there is to it man i gotta tell you something they need to go 40 and under and 40 and over that's the end of it we as a society we love little organizations with rules and systems oh it's like an hoa man it's terrible (laughs) we have them within our lives in many ways right like like we have the biggest the biggest is probably Let's say your family, right? That's the biggest system yeah. that you're a part of, right? But then outside of that, what else do you have? Maybe the country you live in. Um, maybe your religion. And you're thinking, okay, but no, 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 no. We're going to make those systems smaller. It's not just the country. It's the state. Oh, no, it's not just the state. It's the county. It's not just the county. It's the city. It's not just the city. It's the neighborhood. 
We love these rules. Even though we bitch and complain about them, we then get involved in other organizations, maybe like an Irish dance one, that has all these little rules and systems, and we we like kind of just create more little mini, uh, you know, systems for us to be I involved mean, in. If you look at it, yeah, I am bitching that there aren't, there aren't more rules. Yeah, right? Like, you're like, and well, I'm hold about on. to write a strongly worded email. <laughs> you want more rules. I want more. You want more rules that help you. I See, want an age go, split. Going to prove all politics are personal, right? Like, you are involved in this right now. You want, you want these rules changed because it benefits you because of your age. But if you were 20, whooping the shit out of some 72-year-old, you might be like... So therein lies the problem. And, you know, my teacher kind of told me about this. Um, He was like, you know, the problem is there aren't enough rules with adult champs. It's very, it's a gray area. So there are dancers who have danced, you know, I think you have to, you can dance until you're 18 and then you have to take like a three or five year break and you come back. They rest you. They they make you go to college. Yeah. So like the youngest dancers are like 22. (sighs) And they they were world champs when they were eighteen. So, so so your best bet is that they fucked off during college so hard. Yeah, that they forgot everything. That which, they forgot that they're out of shape. They yeah. gained like the freshman fifty. That I mean, I mean, Irish dance is like riding a bike. As long yeah. as you stay in shape, you'll never forget it. But, a lot of people do let themselves go and can't do it. For the most part, I got to assume Nancy Kerrigan at. 18 is still Nancy Kerrigan at 21. Yes. Yes. And that's the problem gotcha. is, is I'm up there dancing with a 22 year old who went to worlds a few years ago. Wow. And so they're, they're trying to make this category called masters versus adult champs. Masters would be like a 22 year old who went to worlds when she was a kid. She would be in the masters category, which I think is fair. It's just not all of the competitions have these things. They're all different and they're not uniform and it's annoying but then wouldn't you i feel like it's almost then you know like when you play a video game and there's like a difficulty setting right and if if you go too high in the difficulty setting the game sucks and you can't win and you don't play but if you put the difficulty setting too low then you get bored even though you're racking up wins one after another i feel like you know watching the older dancers because i dance with uh, one of my good dance friends she's i think in her 70s. She won't tell anybody how old she is. Oh, yeah. It's your friend who doesn't want anyone to know. Yeah, That's but funny. she's just like a legend in yeah. the adult Irish team. Everybody knows her. They call her Party Pat. Party Pat. Um, but she, Oh, you went to dinner at Party Pat, didn't you? No. Actually, um, we all got there kind of late. She wanted to watch tennis, and I actually... She wanted to watch I kind of babysat um, one of the dance mom's foster kids for a couple oh. hours because she was trying to set up a table. She was a vendor. Gotcha. So I just kind of picked him up and we ran around the resort and had a good time. Mm, so okay. I, I, I played with little kids, basically. Gotcha. Um, so no party pat time. <laughs> yeah, so party pat and I were talking. And, you know, when I watch her dance and I watch other people dance, I feel like I'm in just – I'm. I'm kind of, I am closer to the older end of dancers. Yeah. Like, I can't get my kicks up all the way to my face I love face you, baby, anymore. but you're almost 40, yeah. right? And so, you know. And I'm, I, I embrace that. I yeah. know my limits, but I also feel like I should be against people who are yeah. at the same level as me. Obviously, these girls in their 20s are going to kick my ass every time. And, and what's even grosser is I know some of their teachers tell them to enter the adult champ competition because they'll win. Which I'm like, do you really feel good beating out a 70-year-old well, dancer? Like, that's, like, no shit. That's what I was going to say about the difficulty level. There's two ways to look yeah. at it. One, you're ranking up points. It depends what, what your goal is. Is, yeah. is your goal to get the most trophies because it's it leads to whatever? Or is your goal to get out there and have fun and have healthy competition? Yeah. Trust me, there's a lot of people out there that like to keep the difficulty letting uh, settings on low yeah. and whoop ass because yeah. it makes you feel better, it right? It does, yeah. Uh, as opposed to trying to play that but expertly. I just don't know if I would feel good 
good about like coming in first and seeing a 75 year old dancer in last place. Like, you know what I don't it's feel like? like that would make me feel good. I feel like an asshole. It's like the opposite of, uh, you know, when uh, uh, Kramer on Seinfeld was in the dojo with all the young kids, <laughs> right? He was like a black belt. Which we've seen. I find this, it hard to believe they didn't have yeah. a, an adult class, by the way. <laughs> Which we've seen this storyline in a lot of ones. There, Dwight and The Office, uh, yeah, Stranger see, Things. We've we've seen this storyline. Yes. You where, see grown men yeah. kicking ass yes. for little kids in karate yes. class. There's a grown man who says, "I'm a fucking black belt," and then you find out that he's in a karate class with a bunch of twelve year olds, and yeah, he's whooping he, all the twelve year olds. He whooped ass. Jimmy's ass, and he yeah. just turned eleven. You know? And, and you know, so I feel like this is like the reverse aspect of that. It is where you know it's it's like instead of whooping a bunch of little kids you have a bunch of grannies behind you with like artificial hips and you're this smoking hot 22 year old baddie like and what yeah it's 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 very weird and i listen they are very slowly starting to add age groups and stuff they just i'm like it took you this long to do it like even the foster mom who's a vendor she said you know i always say the adult dancers are, are, are the cash cows because they're here. They have money. They have money. They have, they have money jobs. They want to pay for it. Sure. They want to spend the money. She's like, the, these organizations need to cater more to the adults and what give them What do I got to do to get in on this racket? Holy fuck. I'm working at, that's why I'm doing grades, so I can become a certified teacher and actually make money doing Yeah, this. but then you're just still going to work your normal job and this job, but I'm just never going to see you more. Like, <laughs> I want you to work less and, like, you know, make more. I don't know. I feel like there's another way to be involved in this insane racket that is this Irish dance world. Like I said... With their own little rules and regulations oh, and know. stipulations and communities. Holy fuck. Dude, they're so we were talking about it this weekend. The rules are so ridiculous that adults are not allowed to wear socks. You have to have your legs covered with tights. You should lead the uh oh thanks, Kat. Thanks, Kitty. Um you should lead like some kind of a movement against it. Be the well, revolutionary, you know? There has been a movement against again, this was an issue when I started dancing at twenty one. Well that's a pretty and it's still a dance. That's, that's a shitty movement. Twenty years in? Come on. So now the the way they're looking at it You know what you need? You need a bunch of how many uh like uh, uh like like MAGA people are involved? You need to get these MAGA people. They'll fucking march on this Irish they dance are place. Pretty, yeah, they're within committed. A, within a month and a half, they will help you overthrow this whole fucking thing. The way they're looking at it now, and this is so stupid, and you're right, they're just adding more rules. Adding more rules. There are dancewear, no. Irish dancewear companies making what? nude tights, oh, which, Jesus. silly me, I thought those were called pantyhose. Oh, boy. <laughs> but you can wear nude tights what? and then wear socks. But I'm like, this is so stupid. Stupid. Okay, if you need like an updated Irish uh, shaman to show up with like a big Irish hat and horns on yes. it, I'm going to help you with this. Oh, this can, is, I, can I help paint your face? Let me just tell you, this is stupid. Okay? I agree. We all think it's stupid. There's nothing we can do about it. Yeah, she says it's stupid. By the way, ask her what she's doing right now. What are you doing? What do you mean? Planning for what? Oh, my next special. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the Pat and AJ Podcast Network is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now at Pat and AJ. PatandAJ.com. Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.